Hey, welcome to Car Guy Confessions, brought to you by ARP. I'm Jeff Smith. This is my car buddy, Cam Bantu, and car builder, Steve Strope. And we're going to tell you some stories. He needs a, he needs a guitarist and a singer. Sure. He, no, yeah. I just... What, really? <laughs> So, so see what I have to work with. <laughs> see what I that have to do. and that. <laughs> so I, I don't. We have never officially. I don't think I've ever officially just you know mentioned the fact that I have escaped. You have. I have escaped from New York. I have escaped from that's it. Our undisclosed location. Kurt Russell. And, and yes, yes, and Adrian Barbeau. That's and and that's it. live in this uh, palatial real estate there thing in Southwest Iowa. Lots of things have changed. Absolutely. Lots of things have changed. Absolutely. You're back from Iowa. I'm back from Iowa. Absolutely. I'm in the undisclosed location. Exactly. A scorcher out there. Oh, boy. All weekend. Yeah. At our, at our undisclosed location. <laughs> Apparently, there's no air conditioning yeah. in the Batcave. Yeah. So anyway, he knocks on Deanna's office door, and, and, and he, pokes his, we, he pokes his head in the door, and the secretary's there, yeah. and he goes, hey, doll, how you doing? Oh, my God. Right, right, right? And she kind of looks at him like, oh, who the hell is this guy, <laughs> who is right? This guy? She goes, he, he goes, is, is John here? Mm-hmm. And, and, and she goes, can I ask, tell, ask him who's here? And he goes, mm-hmm. tell him Jessica Zarl's here. And all you hear from the back room is, who? Your okay. nose is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I don't know no Jeff Scazzaro. Who the hell is that? Oh, my God. That? I shouldn't have worn my sandals today. I should have worn my boots. Hey, if that ain't the truth, <laughs> hey, if that ain't the truth, may we have pink hot dogs at $100 today. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Uh, okay, so did he, correct so, me if I'm so wrong. So did he make you a rock star? Oh, oh look yeah. at me today! Yeah, there, exactly. you there you go. There you go. I got my grandson Jaden here. He's, He's still still proud of his papa, man. You He's know, still working yeah. in retirement years. Thanks. Yeah, I know. Well, you're, you're living in a motorhome. I live by the beach. So okay. So. <laughs> And I think the motorhome was rented. I'm not sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Your turn. You're doing fine on your own. Go ahead. You're doing fine on your own. This is a roast. That's what this is. This was for this no, one. Really it's a mutual roast. They probably don't remember that all the really, I'm serious now, the incredible work and the jobs and high-end people you dealt with. Drop some names and do some stuff. I painted Eddie Van Halen's first professional paint job on his wild, crazy red and white crapola. Yeah. Because yeah. a protege of mine back then went to high school friends with him. Mm-hmm. And he was bugging me to come up to Pasadena to see his buddy's high school band. It was uh-huh. called Mammoth. I'm not driving to Pasadena from Orange County to see some high school band. Yeah. <laughs> so then he says, uh, my buddy can't afford it. Would you paint his guitar? I've been bragging about you paint his guitar. Mm-hmm. He spray painted his. He yeah. wants one like it. Uh-huh. Yeah, bring him down. A little long-haired, skinny kid. Don't know from nothing. Didn't recall yeah. the name. You know? So it was all this zigzaggy stuff. And we're all looking at it like, oh, my, like this. Hey, <laughs> you know? And he brought his Frankenstein guitar. It looked like a junkyard guitar. You know? mm-hmm. And he wanted it done. Real polite, real quiet, real polite. So we painted it in just a matter of like an hour. You know? Yeah. Zim zam boom done lacquer clear coat it here you go be careful with it yeah next thing you know following year or so two years I'm in the grocery store yeah and I'm going down with my wife and I see on the magazine stand Eddie Van Halen in the rock party yeah my guitar that's my guitar that's what I paint yeah it wasn't his Frankenstein it was the one that I painted or at least the real picture is the engine and I'll engines. let you describe engines so. The, the the quickie description is a and this is what you did to me. You said it's got a W twenty four, and then waited for my response and was like, 
what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> so explain where the W24 comes from. It's two 5.4 liter BMW V12s. In popular hot rodding, my car was on the cover with a 66 Chevelle uh, called Goldenrod, Farmer's Goldenrod, it said on the door, mm -hmm. and it had a blown big block Chevy in it, and it was yeah. tubbed, had center lines on it, and two other cars. At the top of the issue, it says Pro Street, and it says something below that. But anyway, in the article, it says, we see a new trend developing in the hot riding world. We're going to call it Pro Street. Yeah. We feel that these cars exemplify that look. Yeah. And so... For me, I have the first car that was described as those words. And most importantly, I say, have you seen the words Pro Street written mm -hmm. prior, prior to, to that, that article? Yeah, okay, I, I, I will post that online. It's like I didn't even post it. Really? Somebody yeah. directly below it says, I think Grumpy Jenkins had the first Pro Street car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like, what? come on. Because he, he drove it in the street sometime. With it. If you can execute that throughout, I mean, yeah. and that's what we're talking about all, Everything. you can't leave... Yeah. something out right yeah. that we always talk about every piece of the car is a piece of art mm -hmm. in itself that works together for the greater good yeah. and, th and that's how we we describe it and you could see one of these cars and there's a bunch here of like contenders in amber and the sloniker yeah. that you go oh my god that car is great you walk i'm like but my eye just saw that uh -huh. and like that doesn't belong it doesn't fit right yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's got to be know, a cohesive package and, and some of that is subjective but some of it is objective we're like sometimes it stands out where no matter who you are you can see that maybe that doesn't match but mm -hmm. yeah the subjective part that's interesting that because we've moved this show like amber from what they used to do or like what riddler does is they do a point it's a points basic and uh -huh. they, they try to they try to make it make mathematical it more objective right yeah. and in the end you end up it ends up discrediting the the the, the show a little bit or the, you know the, the the award because we build for aesthetic and design and beauty and that was lost what you he's know. politely saying is, is you'll build a, a gaudy piece of shit that's got 8 million modifications because you get a point, point for, for every e modification. Yeah. And uh, Bob came up with an absolutely genius idea on the seats. For those of you who will go see the car in person, or well, I'm sure there'll be photographs of it. It's going to be coming out in a couple of magazines, Hot Rod first. Uh -huh. um, there's a little tag on the side of the seat that says uh, genuine Corinthian leather. <laughs> And uh, you guys that know what that is, you know what that is. And you guys that don't, just look up Ricardo, Ricardo Montalban. I'm looking Cordoba. for a cutout, a full-size cutout of him. So and and he had to have we had to have a thousand of them made so we could have two because they wouldn't really? yeah they wouldn't yeah. Do it yeah so but worth yeah, every worth a, every penny yeah so um, a lot of a lot of fun little that. details around the car and you know, the simple little aluminum spoiler I made in the back but mm -hmm. besides that hood. A guy, a guy at home could pull off at least to a good with extent him and his friends. It. Yeah, yeah, to a in, good in the garage, garage on the weekends. So yeah, one of the things in essence. So we have a very special program today. I got a couple people here who we have never actually met, but we've nice raced. We've we've raced. 
before at the same we event. I will, I will get to that. Because autocross was a big part of this whole thing, too, with you, correct? <laughs> well, with yes, your, with it your was. Husband? <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, because that, that's our connection, was, yes. was, the, was the race at the run, to the run of the coast. Yes, and that was the first race. That was that your I, first race? That was my first race. Yeah. And so if cool. you recall, I didn't have a clue of what I was doing. <laughs> I had it was, no was it, idea. Was it the early Corvette, too, the 64? The 64. Yeah, and yeah the red she, word, the And red that car. was a show car at the time. Okay. And okay. it wasn't it's still kind of it. Well, yes, it's a little bit showier now. But it was just, it was... You know, just a dusting car, hmm. right? And so we. But you got to start somewhere. Yes, right. and it was our chassis builder that said, "Come to this run to the coast," and uh, I tried it, and I thought that was oh, I'm like this is kind of fun. You know, you can do donuts in because, cars and not get you know yeah, get a it's not ticket fast, for it. It's fast yeah. enough that it's exciting, but not yes. fast enough you're going to get hurt. There's nothing to hit. Right. You know, yeah. you'd have right. to work really hard to break the car. Yes. And it's now the 10 year anniversary of the all female build. So we actually had... That was at SEMA, correct? Yep. Yeah. The first uh, all-female SEMA build in uh, 2012, because now 22, right? Yeah. Um, and wow, so, Yeah, and so she actually... We were doing the paint and body part of it at our shop, our family business. Um, and so Jesse had come that day and it was kind of like, I, I actually did not know who she was or anything like that. So she kind of popped in like, hey guys, what's up? You know, and I, and I tell people like, tell it like that because that's how she was she was always this like bright energy you know that came in the room and stuff and you could always like feel it you know and that's just that was her hey we'd like to thank our sponsor arp-bolts.com we got a fantastic little backdrop here they make it an outstanding series of bolts almost anything you would need for engines chassis things like that in fact we were at lunch today and a guy asked you about the 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 bolt on the back of your shirt and it was and it was really, and i said well it's really about a head bolt they neck that the the, the the stem down of the bolt on a short, small block Chevy head bolt. So the clamp load is even across three different head bolt links on a small block Chevy. And, uh, you know, so that, that's the kind of technology that you get out of so, ARP. And uh, we, we've all got stories on all that right, stuff. Well, but, for a uh, translation of what he said, call ARPbolts.com. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the message is that you can't get any better than that. No, you so cannot. There nope. you go. Nope. Excellent. And then just check them out at ARP-bolts.com. We'd like to thank our friends at InTheGarageMedia.com. They have three fantastic magazines. They've got Classic Truck Performance. They have Modern Rotting and my favorite, All Chevy Performance, with Nick, my buddy Nick, oh, you're the so editor. Biased. So Correct. yes, of course. Yes. But uh, they're doing print media, which yes. is, uh, of course, our favorite. So in color magazine. and everything. In color and everything, yes. and and you can get your your car on the cover of one of those books, right. which is right. a fun well, deal. A great yeah. tech. Great tech. By you you know, not always written by me, but yeah. People. Yeah. Not yeah. always written by me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just so pick it up and read it. at yes. InTheGarageMedia.com, and uh, they're our friends, and uh, they will thank you. The time this is going on, Rick's like telling the, let's call him the field marshal or the, the, the track marshal. Oh, yeah, he's a driver from back east. He, uh, you know, he lost his ride. He's helping me out. But, you know, he's driven before. He'll be fine. Complete lie. Right. <laughs> right. A yes. fabrication. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 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 maybe a stretch on the truth. But um, I got in it and put the thing in drive and just, it's just like drag racing. Just wait for the light to turn on. Yeah. Turn the light on and left and shifted the thing into high gear and went over two sets of cars and thought it was done and shut down the fuel. And I thought, okay, I'm done. Yeah. Right. Because 
that's all you do. And the guy looks at me and goes, you won, second round. <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy. what? And then same thing, like drag racing, like if we win, they're like, okay, see you in 45 minutes. Yeah. No, yeah, this is like, this is turn around, get back yeah. in the lane. Get wow. back, like get you're, you're ready. Line. Wow. So I get back in the lane and, and I get out of the truck because I'm, I'm hyped. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah, sure. right? Yeah. 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 And Rick walks up to me and he's like, stay off the cars. Those ruined tires. He's like, oh, if you're going to go off a jump, you better go off a jump. So I'm like, oh, okay, boss, go faster. <laughs> uh, we're going to try and find you call Jeff. You can call Jeff. Yeah, if you got an we'll hour, go the number you got an hour. Screen. That's right. That's right. Call in here. At home. Is yeah, it's yeah. a Jeff Smith telethon. <laughs> right, right. Five, five, five. <laughs> yeah. Excuse exactly. me, I got a call. Exactly. <laughs> Did, so, hey, hey. But it's fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's, it's, it's really, awesome. And, 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 and the, the whole the point home. of it is, this is a race engine. This, right. Yeah, I right. mean, but on the street. But a production engine, a production engine at 8,600 RPM. Oh, my God. Well, you uh, know, just amazing. Okay, here's what we got to do. We need a Jeff Smith Foundation to get... This engine for your high school Chevelle. <laughs> exactly. So we were used to getting like the 39 cent hamburgers and because that was just road food. Right. 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 So we pull into this McDonald's and, and I get the story is, is that we were out of money. Yeah. Like we were like, can't even leave the parking lot. <laughs> wow. Okay. And you're hungry. And we're all hungry. <laughs> and so Johnny goes, I'll be right back. And so he gets out of the truck and he starts walking. He goes, put your crew shirts on. Look respectful. <laughs> And we're like, you know, all of us like, whatever. So we put our shirts on and everything. And so we walk out and we're just happened to be standing by the boat, right? Like just talking. It's me and a couple of our guys. And, and lo and behold, this guy walks up and he's like the, you know, the manager. And he goes, it's great to meet you guys. It's fantastic. Yeah. Can I get a picture next to the boat? We're like, do whatever you yeah, want, man. Yeah. So Johnny comes back with like a quarter pounder with cheese for all of us, which that's all we seriously care about. <laughs> right, right. And, all right, we're, and we're like, fed. oh, we can eat. Oh, cool. He goes, well, you guys got to also eat fast because there's people coming. And we're like, well, what does that mean? People mm. are coming, right? And he goes, and, and you guys got to tuck in your shirts. You guys got to look like you're a team, right? And we're like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Right. So he had walked into the manager at the McDonald's location and said, hi, I'm John. I'm here from corporate and we've got the boat team outside. Oh, that no. we're going to have you guys co-op in on the display that we're going to do outside of the McDonald's. And the guy's like, really? All right. Nice. Right? Because the boat... All I mean, my hard work has paid off. Right, right. right. Yeah. I mean, his six seventy-five an hour. Just, yeah. That might get him into the You're sevens. In. <laughs> so he... Wow. So, and, and, and of course, it's, it's in the, the city where the boat races are at. Right. So it wasn't a bad idea. Right. I mean, that's the I other was... thing, too. That's the, the beauty of Johnny. It wasn't a bad idea. No. no. It's just that... We it probably could have gone to corporate McDonald's maybe yes. and asked and, to do this. Right. <laughs> I, I suggest the next, next boat be uh, labeled Hilton. Yes. <laughs> well, that was the joke. The joke was, so now do we stop at the gas station and put Exxon on the side there of the you boat? Like, you know, the, the, this space for rent. So I work on a show called Hot Rod Garage mm -hmm. on the Motor Train Channel. Seen it. Um, new host, uh, Alex Taylor. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes, Mrs. Miss Little Mrs. Six Second fast. Fifty yeah, Five Mrs. Chevy yeah. that she and her dad built like yeah, woof right like what six months oh, four I, months it was know. insane Pretty fast. well she's been around for a minute she's, oh yeah she's I've very known her since she was sixteen she has a Camaro called Bad Marrow Bad Marrow right that, uh, which yeah, is a, a seven second fast, car yeah yeah so she got there for the you know I had to test with a bunch of different people and uh, you know everybody was. Cool, you know, the people that I tested with. And then yeah. she came in. I was like, oh, wow, she's like a pretty girl. Oh, nice nails, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like, okay, I see how this is somebody's relative or whatever. And I was like, so here's the deal. We have a L, we have a, uh, LS motor in that Camaro with a window on the block. Thank you, Tony Angelo. 
Uh, it didn't do it halfway. There's a window in the block and the oil pan. Nice. Tony does nothing halfway. Catastrophic oil yeah, pan yeah, yeah. failure. I've yes. never seen anybody shoot three rods and make a piston disappear faster than Tony Angelo in one motor. But either way, so now we got something to work with. And I go, so we have another motor over there. We're going to push it over. You can just talk about the motor on camera. And then we're going to put it in and put the turbo back on it. She goes, okay. And she looked at the camera. And she said, well, it looks like we have a fourth gen here. So you guys windowed that block. Okay, let's get these heads off. We're going to put some ARP head bolts on it. Um, we're going to do seven-layer head gaskets. Uh, this is going to be a boosted application. So we need that to keep it together. I'm just like, who is this chick? Who is yeah. this woman? And yeah. Now I yeah. push the motor in, and she's okay. Here's that fourth gen. Zip, 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 zip. <laughs> nope. Nails are good. Bit, bit, bit. Takes the thing apart. I'm just like, all right. Oh, yeah. And that was she's, just a chest thing. She's the real wow. deal. I just went over. Like, hey, the listen. Real deal. So I believe that she is going to be the next Courtney Force, or you know, next rock. She's yes. on her way yes. to being a rock star. Well deserved. I was like, hey, we're gonna get this cut out and put that there. She's oh yeah, I got this. I took the transmission out. I'm putting the, doing the motor swap on the Camaro. And we take the transmission out and put it on a table. She goes over, pulls the pump out, takes out the clutches, takes out the drums, drills a drum, puts in a trans brake, and puts up. And I was just like, what? <laughs> and I was just like, good parenting. That's good parenting right there. <laughs> so, so Dennis Taylor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you did it right, man. You Alex did it right. Taylor. Yeah. yeah, Dennis Taylor did a good yeah, job. Yeah, her dad. Yeah. So then when it was all said and done, I'm like, okay, you know, cool chick. She's very funny. She takes all the ribbon. Her real name's Alexa. Probably mm. shouldn't say that, but it is. Huh? So all through the episode, Alexa, get me a rib. <laughs> and and she, she probably hates oh, that, straight right? straight up. No, <laughs> Lucky, get it yourself. I'm just like, ah, oh, man, come on. You know what it is. Am I? Ultimately, yeah. Common a, sense is a, gone. Now well, you're really worried I'm, about I'm, the. I'm beginning to wonder. Having well, the phone three days before I have the same let's phone. A, let's do a couple of TikToks. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about TikTok. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Like, All right. You go tick. I'll go talk. Talk. Okay. <laughs> tick. Talk. Oh, there you go. Thank we you very just much. made a million. All right. Say, how many people watch that thing? All right. <laughs> is that what it is? There's, there's kids right now going, shut it off. Okay, turn this off. Shut that idiot off. These idiots. <laughs> Who are these idiots? We want to do something a little bit special here. Um, we lost a very good friend Absolutely. about three weeks ago. Yeah, about uh, that. Marlon Davis. Yeah. Uh, for those guys who read the magazines in the 80s, 90s, well, all the way through until just a few months ago, uh, Marlon Davis was the technical editor for Hot Rod Magazine, um, a good friend of all of ours. Yeah. All yeah. of ours. Absolutely. And a wonderful guy. And um, Super we, smart. I, Super yes, brilliant. Yes. Well, just a and, brilliant and, guy. And that was part and of it. committed. Yeah. You know, oh, where, where yes. so, so we thought we, we have to do this. We have to talk a little bit about Marlon and, and we all have dozens of Marlon Davis stories. We do. Um, Quark, I don't know. It took a lot of transmission <laughs> fluid and some very careful uh, uh, taping on it. But we ended up going back and the deal with Marlon on the CB deal was who's ever driving gets the radio choice. So he'd be CB all the time when he's driving. And with me, it's, you know, I play the radio, the maybe radio. nothing. Yeah. But yeah. then, of course, you have to listen to Marlon. I got to know him really well when I worked at Gullstrand. Mm -hmm. And one of the funny things was, is the, those of you guys that know Marlon, he was a little bit on the nervous side. So when you'd stand there and talk with him, he'd kind of do this rocking back and forth as he was talking. Well, <clears throat> I caught on to that, you know, real early with with my friendship with him. And so what I would do is I would sit there and I would keep rocking with him and see if I could get him to spin a full 360 degree <laughs> circle while we're having a conversation. And, and of course, he's not picking up on this he's at all. He's not picking up no, on it. Of course but what not, was funny, he's focused on what he's doing. Yeah, right? But yeah. what was funny is one time it was Dick Gullstrand, myself and Marlon, and we're walking in a circle. <laughs> and about an hour afterwards, 
Goldstrand comes up to me and he says, what were you doing? <laughs> and I explained it and he laughed because he thought it was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Sticks out of my mind is we had a grapefruit with a whole can of white shoe polish that's absorbed in this grapefruit. <laughs> and we pitched this to Vic Edelbrock. He swings and hits it. And it explodes, right? <laughs> explodes, the grapefruit. Kurt Hooker remembered that when we were talking. But that was, I think, 1975. Yeah. So yeah. that's a different story than you might know. So we all have good memories. And uh -huh. goosebumps come with them. <laughs> <laughs> and you built a couple of cars, right? Say again? You've built a couple of cars. Oh, well, yeah. I like going straight, uh -huh. fast, quarter yeah, mile. Cool. Um, so what's your current hot rod? Uh, I have a hot rod, which is like a 37 Ford pickup, you yeah. know, and then I've got, um, I, I have so much fun driving this 64 Chevy 2 gasser wagon. Okay. Straight axle. I'm not, I don't think I've seen that car. Tunnel ram. Yeah. Two carbur two Edelbrock carburetors. Two Edelbrock, of course. Sticking through the hood with a five-speed, and that's a street car. Uh-huh. So I drive it, and when I work the Edelbrock display trailer, like a Good Guys Del Mar, Bakersfield, mm -hmm. Uh, Pomona, I drive it and park it there because it's got all our product to showcase right. a product while right. I'm working. Yeah. And it's fun to drive. Yeah. Fun to drive. Yeah. With a five-speed, yeah. I feel like I'm 17 again. <laughs> You've always been a manual trans guy yourself. Exactly. Too. Oh, yeah. 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 Four-speeds forever. So we'd like to thank our sponsor, ARP and ARP-Bolts.com. And, uh, I mean, we all three build cars. We all work yeah. on this stuff. And I, I mean, tinker. You tinker. I we, tinker. Yes, we all build. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's, it's kind of a, a really cool multiple-purpose fastener for me because there's all the science and all the technology, which is bottomless. Trust me. Unbelievable amount of research that they put into these sure, things. absolutely. And on top of it, you get them out of the, the package, and they're absolutely beautiful, which I've joked before. It's like jewelry for your right. car. And when pre -oil. We're building yep. a, when we're Yeah, and when we're building a high-end car, it, there isn't anything else going on. It I need, It's part of the criteria for right. me to have them lining the engine bay, not just on the engine, everywhere. Yeah. Right. So, so you get all the strength, the durability, the reliability, and fantastic good looks. Sure. sure. Kind of like Jeff here. And without, yeah. without peer. Without peer. <laughs> with, and you know what? Or peer. With, with, without peer. There's, no, there's nobody else Correct. that does that what is, they do. It is. So check them out at arp-bolts.com, and they can help you out. So, but you've done a bunch of other fun stories. I remember an image that was in Hot Rod of... A Viper that you guys where you took it out in the desert and the you were ACR. sleeping on the wing of the GTR. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> um, and that was a very cool photo. Just, thank I mean, you. it was just so People weird. People got very mad about it. Really? Yeah. Who did? Really? The, the internet. Yeah, yeah. Which internet people don't understand. Yeah, so don't understand. to paint you guys the picture, uh, it was when the Viper ACR came out, the one with the, all the arrow, and it has just like a massive wing. It's an amazing car. It is. And it set like all these track records. And I was at a track day, and I was talking to one of the engineers, and um, he was talking about how much downforce, um, you know, the the wing can handle it's like a thousand pounds or something like that. And I was like, Oh, well then I can like, I can sit up there or whatever. He's like, you could sleep up there. And I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I might have to because if I sell my house so I can buy this car, I'm going to have to live in it. We're going to have to live in it. Wally's the guy in the statue that you win. Well, <laughs> technically he's not. That's they true. call it a Wally. It's it a Jack isn't. Jones. It gentlemen, is not Wally. You gentlemen are correct. just passed away two years ago. We became great friends. He had had a heart transplant 20 years ago. Uh, and he posed for it February of 
69 at the Winter Nationals. This guy's got Someone's a historian and, 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 and well, but and, and again, that, you learn lots and here. That's an amazing story. I have got to take the ashes of so many of my heroes on 300 mile an hour runs. Yeah, that's cool. Really? Oh yeah, you were doing that. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Gas Ronda was a stud in drag racing in 1964. He was like the top stock champ and he got burned really bad in January of 70, a funny car. And that was the end of his driving career, but he never stopped being an amazing human being. I got to induct him in the drag race hall of fame. When he passed away, the family gave me his ashes. I've taken him along in like four different races. It's just, it's just, it's so rewarding to be part of something that's a small effort for me and a big difference to the families. If that makes sense. Is he in the cup holder? Well, I can't tell you that. It might not be legal. I, I, I found a sandwich bag. A sandwich yeah. bag in the pocket is the easiest way to go. So, so I. But that's awesome. I listen, mean, it's amazing. I took a lady's husband, sandwich bag, put it in my fire suit, made the run, came back, got out. I can't find his ashes anywhere. So when the guys come back, the car goes up on jack stands. All the tin comes off. It was in. It had fallen out when I got out of the car. It was in the tin under the trailer. I'm like, oh my god, I just oh. lost her husband. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> you know, something that you wouldn't have ever thought anywhere else, you'd hear it here. You'd hear it here first. You know, you don't hear about this stuff. Does anybody ever talk about that? Nobody talks about no. that. So, so no. one thing I wanted to mention, I have two favorite episodes of Auto Edit. Oh, okay. One yeah. is the very short one with, and it's both with James. James driving the Sprint through, what's the guy's shop? Oh, uh, Gem Effects. Yeah. Gem uh, Effects. Yeah. Elias shop. Yeah, <laughs> and they're all. We like have a friend around. that he yes. introduced you introduced yes. again. James. You, it's your yes. fault. I know Sorry. so many cool people. Um, James Smith, uh, stunt guy. We call him Jamie, and he developed this skill. He befriends just like you learned from. You had a gift of of that guy that taught you, and I had the Mike Fennells and like my grandfather even when I was a kid just to plant the seed. Like when my first car was a 1970 Maverick that had been flooded and grown over in the back field of their their place. It, in, it and almost got a Viper motor. It did. It never. It never. I never finished that one. But but uh, <clears throat> but. Uh, you know, that summer when we got that thing out of the weeds and he got it running for me, yep. uh, that's when I went, you know, that's the first spark. And then when Fennell, yeah. you know, so we got that yeah. gift. But so uh, James is a stunt specialist. He got to hook up with and, and learn from, what was his name? Uh, uh, Buzz Bundy. Buzz Bundy. Who, who was, was the most famous <clears throat> two-wheel drive guy yeah. really? ever. They he called skiing a car. They call that the, skiing the ABC a car. Wild okay. Wild, <clears throat> ABC <throat> Wild World of Sports. Yeah. Uh, the James Bond movie. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the famous Mustang one. went in through Las Vegas. Vegas yeah. right. okay. Anytime you saw somebody on two wheels, it was, there it was, was about 80% chance it was Buzz Bundy. And Buzz Bundy was a little short guy. And he had his little trailer with a little smart car in it, which is about the right size for him. But yeah, so yeah. So, he so Jamie met, got mentored by him, met him, and okay, Buzz yes. gifted him his knowledge. And yes. was that so? Do you see this theory yeah. that we're like we're we're, we're this is the right. the this legacy. Is how it works. This, this is how the works. legacy of well, our our, our yes. hobby happens. And when we don't pass it on, it's a mistake. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so so James was Buzz, and then Buzz taught him everything he knew. James got it got his SAG card in Hollywood and skied a car in the Transformers movie in right. the first Transformers the movie the Bumblebee, the Bumblebee. Okay. Through the and through the well you talk tunnel. about okay. trial by fire yeah. James has just got his skiing legs underneath him for this thing <laughs> and then they got this million dollar prototype and and uh who's the director uh uh, uh He's, a, he's supposed to be an animal. Uh, he is and he told him right before he's like getting getting set up in there oh my god I'm getting crazier uh so excited. Oh, so he's I'm like, gets him, what is his name? He's like super he's famous. He's huge. Oh, 
Michael Bay from the from the background. Where was that? So Michael. So he does. He has like one. Gets locked in the car. He gets. He got. They have one take. They're going through the L.A. tunnel. There's potholes. The ground is bad. And Michael Bay comes up to the car and goes in the window net and goes. Don't F it up. <laughs> no pressure, no, but don't no. F it up. And he didn't say that. He, he said the word. And so, yeah, I don't want to have to add editing but here. Right, right, right. But there's a hundred different ways he could have died oh, from that. That was just that one many. of them. That yeah. was just one yeah. of them, yeah. Oh, but, it was but you wild. Were, I'm sorry, but you were intimately involved I was, in the design of the spacesuit. Okay, you did, wow. this is the one circle back. You, okay. After I had my shot, okay, after news, yes. hot rods, yes. race car, E, uh, more hot rods, That's and right. then hot, uh, further adjacent. Went back. I was a fabricator <laughs> at an aerospace shop for a while. Okay. And while I was at the, that, this was the shop that they did. Now this is a shop in Plum, Palmdale, like yes. in the heart of yeah. uh, aerospace it, here, right, like right. Skunk Works. I could. Sure. You know, like, yeah. I was that guy that every time I heard. This is when they were just building the F-35 mm-hmm. and F-22. I would hear that engine start up, and Skunk Works was just a block away. Wow. I was a kid. I would run wow. out to watch these things <laughs> launch. And, Crazy, oh, yeah. my gosh. This is yeah. the so shadow cool. of Edwards, so, too. Yeah, yes, so, yes, right. yes. So as I was a fabricator on the floor of this aerospace thing, the spacesuit, that, that program came through, and so the life support engineer needed uh, basically a crash test dummy to just wear the suit mm-hmm. while he was doing fittings and ch- changing modifications, and that kind of just grew into, I had the propensity to um, close the face shield in and start doing life, uh, you know, mission simulations mm-hmm. and testing, and I right. ended up doing... Uh, Go ahead and test that thing a lot because lot that's what was going to keep that guy alive. Right. And that it took, suit is what was going to keep him alive because if, if it leaked, he's year, dead. Yeah, it took yeah. years and years and, and you know, they locked me in a freezer at <laughs> minus 60 degrees to do cold, you know, thermal testing. Because it is that cold up yeah, there. Yeah, and yeah. there were so many unknowns. And right. so, so yeah, so I did. I spent a lot of time in that suit and I got, got to know myself very well and, and pushed through a lot of really serious things because... You know, on that program, I met J- Colonel Joe Kittinger, who was the one guy that literally the American hero that was the first guy, the first guy in, to do this, to do the jump from up there yes. and helped us create a space program because right. because without a suit, you don't have a program. We exactly right. so so and he helped develop. There's that so suit. much legacy and history there, and 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 meeting and guys. How high like did him, he jump from? He went to a hundred three. Hundred three thousand yeah, feet. I'm sorry if my my date is a little off. But I think it's hundred three, which is still near space. Yeah, and you know. Basically, above fifty thousand is the Armstrong line. That's where your fluid in your body boils. Anything right. above that, you need because to be pressurized. No pressure. Yeah, so there's you no need pressure. to be pressurized. So what they tell you is that what the Mork? How, hey, <laughs> buddy, uh, how'd you get here? <laughs> Through the magic of electronics, I love this. We have teleported Steve to be a part of this thing. I love it. Yeah, I am that was special. That, I am yeah, that you, special. That's right. That's, that's right. What I can right. do. And 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 because he really, what he did was he came from the back room where all the green M and M's are. That's where. Right. No, without the brown M's. Without the brown M and M's. Look what, that one up. What I miss? We, a great. We just we're in the ramb- middle of a great story. Rambling. So oh. so oh. so. Really quick. So Kittinger. the quick thing we talk is, about the spacesuit. The yes. spacesuit. Quick. Quick. Uh, we'll, we'll finish. We'll wrap the spacesuit with this. Yeah, this guy the jumping man. The jumping man. Bored it with him. Window. So basically, at above fifty thousand feet, anything fluid will. They call it boiling at room temperature, but up there, room temperature is whatever ambient right. temperature right. is. So literally, it boils. So anything right. fluid turns to vapor. to vapor. So if you have exposed skin or any body part, you just your blood, your 
you just, I flew you just and it, you died. Yeah, yeah you died a very yeah. horrible death. And yes. the guys that had done this attempt had done, had died uh -huh. an unfortunate death. So uh, it was neat to learn what that. What are you doing at home? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These kids do it. So you were testing so, the suit. So yeah. So we were we were developing a program that would safely deliver Felix up to the altitude. He could then safely. pressure. Yeah. Right. Then pressurize the suit and then get out of this capsule and then do yeah execute the the free fall. A CHP pulls up and parks right beyond the spot fire, right, with his car. And you got about a quarter of a second to decide whether to drop the water or right, not. Right, right. And you know that some of that water is going to carry beyond sure. that. There's nothing you can do about exactly. it. Exactly. So I punch off 8,333 pounds of water, and it hits the spot, carries on, uh -huh. hits the CHP car. Now, what also happened was this guy was supposed to be stopping the road up mm -hmm. the hill. Mm -hmm. When he moved, everybody else moved. Oh, and no. I'm dropping water with foam, which is sleek as snake snot. I mean, yeah. this stuff, you can't even stand on it. So the water hits his car, carries across all three lanes of the 118 going eastbound. Eastbound. And the first two cars that come down the hill go into this stuff and spin like a pair of figure skaters. And I'm watching this. I'm rolling here because I'm watching this. And I'm thinking, no. God, it was a great career while I had one. <laughs> Probably screwed now. Thank you. Thanks. The water hit the spot. We put the spot out. So mm. that was good. I That's got a little good. credit, you know. Right. So I, I, pretty soon we wrap it up, and I go back to the back to air ops, and the phone rings, you know, hello, this is Lee. This captain that I know is on the phone. He's like, great drop. Oh, my God. We were going to the beach. He said, oh, you hit it. You nailed it. It was perfect. Great shot, Lee. But that CHP is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, well, okay. He says, I didn't tell him your name. I said, oh, good. He says, but I told him that every morning at about 7.30, this blue Subaru STI goes right by there. <laughs> so... In a day that you're working with Troy, I mean, every day, you know, so you're working on a section of the car. Is there a situation where people are constantly involved with what you're doing, or do you have a you have a chart that you're going to do this ex you know you're going to do this execution over a period of a week or two weeks or a month or whatever? What uh, so for the bulk of the car? What's we, the check and balance? Is what I guess I'm looking at. We had a big rendering of the car, a one to one scale on the back wall, and for the most part, we were working on like. I would work on the whole fender and like running board. And so I would do it, just kind of go off of that and make everything. Troy would come over, check on me occasionally. We would build everything, everything was tacked. And then the owner would probably come in about once a month and he would look over everything. You know, we didn't final weld anything. The whole one side of the car was completely tacked together, all done before we even started the other side. And do you create like a template on one side so that it yeah, matches so, both sides? Or a buck. Yeah, a so buck, we had bucks buck, that were yeah. reversible. Okay. Or we would take um, a tape mold off the one side and then make the buck on the other side to shape it for the pattern. The main reason is like we would make the car. He would come in and we didn't tack anything because every time he came in, he'd be like, you know what? That line needs to come down three thirty seconds. Like barely anything. And it would change, you know, a flange would be tipped or whatever, but it would be tacked on so we could cut the tacks lower it down just that little bit and then retack it on because it was the owner had he had a really good eye i'll give him that like it would he's like you know that looks off and it would literally be off just three and he really seconds. he really knew what he was talking about yeah he knew what he wanted well that's good because i mean sometimes people stick their thumbprint on it just to have their thumbprint on it so that's awesome yeah that's no good. bruce bruce was a great customer for that bruce part. had a lot to do with the electronics right yeah it, it, bruce designed 
all the electronics and the system that had all the safety switches for the top. So in order to release the top to flip, the, uh, it had to show an actuator that the back of the body was flipping up. As soon as the back of the body reached all the way up, it hit another solenoid or a sensor, which then released the pins from the roof out of the windshield frame. Once those were released, it then flipped the roof all the way around till it hit another sensor when so the roof was down. Away. Yeah, and then the roof would come back down. Or the, the, as soon the as rear. it touched, pins would lock the trunk back in. And he designed all of that, wired everything, programmed everything for that roof too. This is the guy who owns the car. Yeah. Correct. Unbelievable. Unbelievable.